The woods that surround my apartment complex are nothing special during the day. It's not a place where people like to hike or hang out. If the poison ivy wasn't enough of a deterrent, the trash strewn around the trees makes the place very uninviting. It's only after nightfall that things start to get interesting. It's then that I start seeing the eyes. The animals that walk among the trees after dusk like to pass by and stare at me with only, only their glowing eyes visible in the dark. The raccoons linger for a while, almost never blinking at all. The cats gently open and close their eyes a few times before darting away deeper into the trees. The deer glare for only a moment before galloping away anxiously. I love watching these creatures from my porch. I loved it until last night, anyway. Now I'm not so sure I should spend so much time staring into the woods after dark anymore. I was sitting on the porch with a hard seltzer and my phone playing music at a low volume, taking in the night air and watching the creatures in the woods as usual. After only about ten minutes of the normal variety of night crawlers lingering toward the edge of the woods, my gaze fell on a pair of glowing eyes a little deeper into the trees. They were large, even at the distance I was looking at them from. They didn't blink even once the entire time I stared at them. I froze when I realized the eyes were well over six feet off the ground and surrounded by a long, dark, opaque figure. It stood perfectly still. The eyes were almost certainly staring into my eyes. What kind of creature was standing there? Hello? I called out cautiously. All at once, a large, wide, toothy grin began to form up below the eyes, slowly opening wider and wider until I could see two impossibly long rows of bright white teeth. I screeched, got up from my chair ab abruptly, and backed up against the sliding patio door. Then the thing started to inch its way closer and closer to the edge of the trees. It didn't walk as much as drift through the air. I yanked the patio door open, threw myself inside, shut and locked the door, and continued watching the thing move toward the building, its eyes unblinking the entire time. As much as I should have, I couldn't stop watching it. There's something about fear that, when strong enough, forces you to watch instead of hide. Maybe it's to keep tabs on whatever is stalking you to make sure you're still safe from it. Before the thing reached the end of the woods, it vanished in the span of a couple of seconds. I stayed inside my apartment for the rest of the night. I guess the only way to avoid seeing whatever thing those eyes belong to again is to avoid staring into the woods after dark. There's no way I could withstand another sighting. My phone buzzed beside me as I opened the fridge to grab the case of beer I had stashed away for tonight. I turned around to see why. My partner had texted me. Are you still coming, babe? The text read. Of course, I, repl I replied quickly, adding a kissy face emoji at the end. I'm about to head out. Moments later, I had all my things gathered and was heading out the door and down the street through the chilly mid-September air. This wasn't going to be a huge party just a small potluck with a handful of friends. As I was rounding the corner toward the building, I realized I had forgotten the unit number my partner lives in. I reached for my phone to text them to ask. The screen stayed black and the charger symbol appeared across it. 
since I hadn't charged my phone long enough before I left, I would be forced to guess which unit my partner was in. Fortunately, or unfortunately, the lock on the front door was broken, so I was able to get inside the apartment complex. Now came the guessing game. There were only four units. I figured if I, lo- if I knocked on the first one, I had a 25% chance of being right, which was fairly high. I knocked on the door of Unit 1. No one answered, but the door popped open. Figuring my partner might have left the door unlocked because they were expecting friends, I took a step inside. The room was dark except for a lit candle on a small table in the corner. Hello, I called out, slightly confused by the darkness and silence of the room. I got no response, so I called out my partner's name. Hello, came a reply at last. It sounded like it was coming from another room within the apartment. And then I heard my name, Jennifer... Immediately, I felt incredibly uneasy. It didn't sound like my partner. The pitch was unusual, and the personality seemed off. Jennifer. Hello, dear. Please come find me. I'm in here waiting for you. The pit in my stomach grew larger. I stood there for what felt like forever, wondering what I should do. This person knew my name, but sounded like a complete stranger. Even worse, they almost didn't sound human. Come inside, Jennifer. Why are you keeping me waiting? The voice crooned again. Um, I started to reply. Come in now. Come inside, Jennifer. You can't keep me waiting anymore. The voice shouted, echoing through the halls of the apartment. My heart began pounding in my chest. I backed away from the door and started to run out of the building, thinking only of escaping from whoever, or whatever, was trying to lure me in. As I exited the building, I ran into my partner. Gasping and sobbing, I told them what had just happened. As is to be expected, they were incredibly confused. Their unit, as it turned out, was on the second floor of the building and the unit I had accidentally stumbled into had been empty for quite some time.